We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. I want to encourage you to check out Brian's website. That is Decker Retirement Planning. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There's a lot of great information about the company, what they do, and of course, the great team that Brian has assembled to help his clients retire to the best situation that they can. If you have questions like, hey, Brian, when can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Those are all big questions. And at the end of the day, really, you just want to know, when you retire, will you and your family be okay? Well, you got questions, give the team a call. It's 833-707-3030. We'll give you that number throughout the program. There's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no judgment. There's no pressure for this chat. 833-707-3030. Brian, welcome. How are things? Things are good. We got a lot to cover today. I'm excited. Well, we really do. You know, we talked last week, I think, about the risk bucket options, and we were talking about principal guaranteed accounts. And that's kind of, you know, when you look at your investments by the purpose, what they're supposed to do. You got principal guaranteed, you got liquidity, you got risk. And you were talking about, we'll choose two of those for each of your investments principal guaranteed, liquidity, risk. You need two of the, the, those three. You don't need all three in all of your investments. So we're going to talk today a little bit about some risk bucket options. We chatted about some of these before, but I know you want to go into some of the common options when it comes to these risk bucket options. Go ahead. All right. So the common options for people in retirement uh, are a buy and hold strategy. Let's call it the Warren Buffett method. The Warren Buffett method is where you find good quality stocks. You buy them and you hold them for decades. Um, that works during your accumulation years in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Remember, Warren Buffett is still employed by Berkshire Hathaway. He gets a paycheck. So when his investments go down, BRK, um, check out the Series A and B shares, they took a 40% hit uh, in 2000, 01, and 02. They took four or five years to get back to even, and then they took another 35 plus percent hit in 2008 and took another three and a half, four years to get back to even. You can ride that out when you're getting a paycheck every two weeks, but when you retire and you're drawing from that account, you got different rules to play by, and it's called distribution investing. So in distribution strategy, the focus is on maintaining your principal and going after the highest returns possible. And let's take the equity portion of your portfolio. So uh, the Warren Buffett method has a couple of problems. One is... Every company, I should say, goes through three parts. There's a growth mode, there's a maturation, and a decline, and there's no exceptions to that. And in our economy, uh, every, every company goes through a process of eventually being replaced. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a few examples. 
So some of the blue chip companies you could have held when I started in 1986 was AT&T. We called it the grandmother stock. It paid a dividend, had a monopoly. They eventually broke it up. We just bought the other baby bells and we had a dividend increase each year, uh, a secure stock and there was growth. And it was awesome until close to the year 2000, they invented the cell phone and made it widely available, inexpensive, and creative destruction destroyed AT&T and the baby bells. So had you employed the Warren Buffett method of buy and hold, that would have been a big hit. So example number two, General Electric, the bluest of the blue chip, Jack Welch, head of the, head of the company for quite a while, uh, no better blue chip stock than General Electric until 2015 when the state of Kansas asked to see their financials and found out that they looked more like um, a, a disaster than anything Jack Welch would have put together. The stock is down 65% in the last four years. That also is a tragedy to own a stock for 30, 40 years and then see two-thirds of the um, value disappear in, in such a short period. Third and final, look what's happening to blue chip companies like uh, Macy's and JCPenney's and Sears and some of the retailers. They're getting destroyed by creative destruction. That's an economic term. And it's affecting all the retailers and putting many out of business um, because they can't compete with Amazon on price and delivery and quality. So uh, another couple of examples. Do you remember the blue chips, Mark, uh, Polaroid and Kodak? I do. Blue chip stocks, and those are no longer tradable on the markets. So important point number one is to make sure that you're operating in retirement under rules of distribution. Distribution rules have downside protection so that you don't take a 40, 40, 50 plus percent hit in retirement. You can't afford to do that. The paychecks have stopped. You're drawing from that portfolio uh, and you need to protect it. So second part, second issue that we have with the Warren Buffett method is there is no downside protection. So when you take this, we're a math based firm at Decker Retirement. And when you draw income from a fluctuating account, you're compromising gains when markets go up, you're accentuating losses when markets go down, and you're committing financial suicide. So it's a matter of it's a matter of time. It's not if, it's a matter of when the market turns and rolls over, it cycles down, and that's when you're drawing income from that portfolio, exacerbating the losses. And instead of being free to allow it to recover, no, you have no choice. This is part of your income. This is your golden nest egg of retirement that you're drawing from. And you're drawing from it now that it's taken a 40 plus percent hit. That is that that doesn't make any mathematical or logical sense to us. So we would scratch off the Warren Buffett method as an option that's totally viable in your accumulation years in your 20s, 30s, or 40s. But once you're in your late 50s, early 60s, and beyond, that will hurt you. The Warren Buffett strategy will hurt you. Remember, Warren Buffett and his uh, partner, I can't remember his name, they're still getting a paycheck. They're not retired. So that's the problems that we have with uh, the number one uh, strategy that we see in retirement. 
Can I go on to number two now? Oh, you can in just a second. Uh, but I will tell you, you said creative destruction. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, I looked it up. Creative destruction refers to the incessant product and process innovation mechanism by which new product units uh, replace outdated ones. Okay, so now we're on top of creative destruction. Here's the deal. If you have questions about where you are, the buy and hold, that certainly was huge in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But does that still work today? As Brian's pointed out, there are some challenges to the buy and hold method, especially when you're in retirement. While you're working, you probably have time to buy and hold because you keep getting paychecks. And if the market goes down, that's okay. You get to buy more shares. In retirement, it's a different story. If you'd like to sit down and chat with the team at Decker Retirement, you certainly can do so. There's no cost for this. It's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Take advantage. There's no cost to this. Why wouldn't you do this to learn more about your specific situation? 833-707-3030. And I will add another thing in. Not all of us have Warren Buffett's money. Maybe that would be a factor. Mm -hmm. that's, that's correct. Okay, now let's go on to the second one. The second one is a buy and hold strategy also, and it's using indexes. So Vanguard trots out a statistic that I believe is true. It says that 85% of money managers and mutual funds underperform the S&P each year, each year. So why not just buy the S&P? There's three logical reasons why you should do that in retirement. One is you're diversified among 500 of some of the best companies in the world. Two, you have... Uh, you own the index that beats 85% of money managers and mutual funds each year. And three is cost. The third one being cost, it's not 1% management fee. It's 0 0.04. It's four basis points to own SPY at a, in a Vanguard account. Those are the three reasons why you should do that in retirement. There's one reason why you shouldn't. And that is there's no downside protection. Again, in 2000, 01 and 02, in retirement, if you would have had a million dollars in the markets, you would have lost half, taken five years to come back, and then you would have lost 55% again from August of 2007 to March of 09. And it would have been 2014 before you saw your principal return to a million dollars. And yet you don't have that luxury because you're drawing on those funds while the market's going down. And again, you're committing financial suicide. Any risk money that you have should have downside protection. And so what we talk about in uh, last time, and we've talked about in other shows, Mark, do I have more than three or four minutes to You have cover? exactly that amount of time. Yes. Okay. So what we do as a math-based firm is we go through the databases, the Wilshire database is the largest database of money managers in the world, Morningstar is the largest database of mutual funds in the world, and we use a couple others, and we, we require four things from our managers. Number one, the, the performance has to be actual, no hypothetical or backtest, they have to be actual performance. Number two, these managers have to be tried and tested. So they have to have gone through a 2008 drop. We're not going to hire someone in 2014 that's never been tested. Number three, they have to show net of fee numbers. And number four is the most important. They have to have third-party verification on their performance. So we gather all that data and we have four filters. We get rid of the managers that are closed to new investors. They're not taking any new clients. We get rid of them. Number two, we get rid of hedge funds. 
Hedge funds are way too volatile for retired clients, so we get rid of them. Number three, we get rid of per account minimums of four or five million dollars. And number four, we get rid of the most volatile ones, which are typically two or three X NASDAQ, where they go way up in the good years and way down in the bad. So what is left are the highest returning risk managers out there. And they all have two things in common. Number one, they are computer programmed. All the best performing managers are computer programmed rules-based models. And number two, uh, they are trend following, meaning that when the markets are headed up, you are along the market, you make money as markets go up. And when the markets go down, they can take you into cash or they can have you buy inverse funds that allow you to make money as markets go down. So risk is measured as volatility. There's another easy way to measure risk. What's what's more risky, the S&P that's lost 50% twice in the last 21 years, or the six managers that we're using that combined have never had a losing year? That's an easy one, Mark. Yeah, that is. I think I'm going with the ones that have never lost over that time period. So there's certainly a lot of moving parts when it comes to retirement planning, because now you're in the distribution phase of your life. All that work you've done and saving, now you're creating your own paychecks. That's different than the accumulation phase while you're working. And you relied on those paychecks coming in every two weeks or so. And then, of course, I mean, if the market went down, that's okay. I was buying more because that's just how things worked. Well, now you're retired. It's a different strategy. If you haven't really thought about, hey, what is your plan? How am I going to get income? Where is it coming from? What do I pull first? How do I do this whole thing? Well, that's what Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning are all about, helping you come up with a plan and a strategy for your specific situation. What do you want to do? What are you going to do every day? What's going to motivate you to get out of bed? Are you going to travel? Are you going to you know, take on a hobby that you've always dreamed of doing or maybe even start a known, your own business? There's a lot of different plans when it comes to retirement. The question is, is your plan going to support that? your hopes and dreams. Brian and the team are here to help and help you find out. 833-707-3030. Again, no cost for this. 833-707-3030. We're talking about some risk options. And so the Warren Buffett buy and hold, perfectly fine during the, the accumulation phase of your life, not so strong in the retirement phase. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about another option, and it's the dividend option. We're going to talk more with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning right after this. We're back in one minute. Confused on when to take Social Security? Give Brian J. Decker a call at 833-707-3030. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination, you'll get through retirement confidently. Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning has been helping families retire for more than 35 years. He can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Set up your visit with Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning to start working on your retirement plan. 833 Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. 
If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Always encourage you, if you'd like to learn more about Brian and the team, just check out the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. A lot of great information there, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And you know, look, here's the deal. Brian has over 35 years of experience of asset management. He's worked for several major brokerage firms. He operates under the fiduciary standard in the investment world. He's done so since 1995. And that means that all the decisions Brian makes about your Wall Street portfolio, he must do so with your interest at heart. It's about you. He's morally, ethically, legally binded to do what is in the client's best interest. That's really important, the fiduciary standard. And Brian, of course, loves this investment world. But Decker Retirement can also help you in the insurance world. If you need life insurance, annuities, you want to create your own pension, that's the use of annuities. You want you know, long-term care, but I don't really want the old long-term care policies because I can't afford them. Well, there's options in the insurance world. Brian and the team can walk you through all of those. Again, the number 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. We're talking about some risk options. And you, know, you started with buy and hold, the kind of Warren Buffett strategy. And that certainly works during the accumulation phase. It's a different story in the distribution phase. And I figure the buy and hold is the most common method, but you tell me not so quick. That's right. The most common method is the dividend strategy. This is where people come into our office and say, Brian, I don't care what the markets do. I just let the dividends roll right in. There's two things to be very wary of in the dividend strategy. Uh, and two things that we want to make sure that our listeners are aware of if they're following the strategy. And by the way, this, again, is math-based and it's common sense. So right now, the 10-year treasury is at 1.5%. CDs are less than that right now. Typically, 7 to 10-year CD is 1.2%, And treasuries, corporates, agencies, municipals, every fixed rate investment is really, really low right now, historically low. So if you can get 3% from Exxon, that's a better deal, right? Yes. Okay. And what if you can get, yeah, you just let the dividends roll right in. What if you can get 5% or, or seven, seven's better than five and nine's better than seven. So this guy that was in my office last, um, just recently, his name was Mike. Um, I said, Mike, show me your favorite dividend stock. He pointed to the 9%er. He said, 9% right there. The dividends just roll right in. So I, the first problem that we have, let me just take a step back. The first problem that we have with um, the dividend strategy is the erroneous assumption that higher yield, higher dividend yields is good for your portfolio. And I'll explain that by covering the second part, which is what we'll do right now. The second problem that we have is the coverage of the dividend. And that is, um, I took XYZ company that paid 9% that Mike's, Mike pointed out as his favorite, went to the corporate um, statements and saw that, sure enough, paying a dollar dividend, which was 9% on the yield. And then we looked at the... EBITDA, earnings before interest, dividends, uh, taxes, and amortization, and saw that the company was earning not a dollar, not a dollar ten. They were earning seventy-five cents. They weren't even earning the dividend. They had to borrow to pay the dividend. That's when the blood drained from Mike's face because no one had ever told him before that the dividend 
higher than four or 5% means the market is telling you that that dividend is risky. And so we- Does that mean it can go away? Is that what it means when you're saying risky? So that was my next question. So I said, Mike, have you ever had a dividend- uh, suspended. He said, no, I've, I just put this together recently. And he, and I said, well, here's how it works. After the close, XYZ company announced that uh, they're going to cut their dividend to zero or maybe from 9% to 2%. Um, the next day, the stock opens down 25%. Doesn't allow you to trade. If you have a stop loss, it trades right through it. You take that hit and now, do you want a 2% dividend in your strategy? And he says, no, I, I want all my dividends to be at least 5 6 or 7% more uh, or, or higher. And so I said, um, maybe not the best strategy, um, especially when you see that the stocks that are paying anything above 4%, Mike, means that their dividend is in jeopardy and people are selling the stock. And so the dividend yield goes up because they don't believe that the dividend is going to be preserved for three, four quarters out. And so it finally got through to him that the dividend strategy of going after anything more than four or 5% means that this guy, Mike, put his entire risk account in jeopardy in very high risk investments. And he thought that he was being conservative. So I want to flesh this out for our uh, radio listeners that high dividends means high risk. So would you put your money in a high risk situation knowingly? No, of course you wouldn't. This is your, your all that you've worked for, for your golden years. You don't want to put that at risk. Well, that's exactly what you're doing when you're buying these dividend yields above 4 or 5%. So that's issue number one. Okay, issue so... Issue right. number one, if you'd like to learn more, maybe you do have a portfolio that's giving you some really nice dividends. You think you're on the right track, but you've never really delved deeper into this like Brian and the team at Decker Retirement. Give them a call. Find out more about your specific situation, 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Again, no cost for this. And, you know, you think about it, just go back a year, go back to the pandemic when, you know, March and April, we had that, what, 19-day, 32 34% drop in the market. There were a lot of companies that suspended dividends for a time being, weren't there? That's right. And that's, <laughs> I love uh, your questions, Mark, because that leads us to the second issue. The second issue is concentration. And I'm going to answer your question by covering the second point. Most all of the um, high dividends comes from two sectors, energy and real estate. Does energy cycle down? Yes. Last year in February and March, the energy sector went negative for the first time ever. Futures for um, West Texas crude was negative $30 a barrel. That's never happened before. There were more dividends suspended in the energy sector last year than even in 2008. Uh, And then does real estate cycle down? Yeah, the average REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, in 2008 lost 70%. That's not 17, that's seven zero. So people are putting their money in unnecessary risk by having um, a, a concentrated investment in these uh, in these investments, thinking that they're being low risk when in fact it's it's just the opposite. So we want to point that out and call your attention to this so that 
Um, if your risk is to be very conservative in structuring your portfolio, you can have a portion in your in the dividend strategy, and you can have a portion of your dividend strategy in six or seven percent investments. But you should check out and make sure that you're diversified based on sector, that it's not all energy, it's not all real estate, that you're more diversified, number one, and number two, that you do quarterly checks on that dividend, that that coverage of the dividend via cash flow is at least one and a half times, or you're putting your retirement funds in jeopardy. So just a couple minutes left. And, you know, you talk about energy and I think of, okay, well, what about when the rolling blackouts were going around uh, a lot of different parts of the country? And then, you know, you're talking about real estate. Well, we know the Great Recession, a lot, large part was, you know, banks giving loans to people that, you know, were kind of out kicking their coverage, really couldn't afford it. And now we have a real estate market where houses are going for 20, 30, 40 percent more than their really listing price. So both of these areas you're talking about, they've got little challenges going on right now, don't they? Yeah, they do. Low interest rates have created four bubbles. Uh, let me go through them one at a time. So this will burn through two minutes pretty quickly if I talk fast. Number one, low interest rates have created a bubble in bond markets. So people are saying this is free money, it's debt. So they're taking, corporations are taking out more debt on their balance sheet than ever before. And governments are taking out more debt uh, for their, usually the marginal line for debt for a, uh, a country is 100% of GDP. Right now of the G7 countries, six of seven have beyond 100% of their GDP in debt. So number one bubble is the bond market or the debt market. Number two is real estate. Real estate, because of low interest rates, it allows people to buy more home than they could otherwise afford. And of course, why buy a $400,000 home when you can buy a $700,000 home? That's what she wants. So you point that out and the, the real estate market has gone up very, very quickly. And we know that it's a bubble because the measurement we use as a math-based firm is uh, we use the... Uh, the average price in a county uh, and the average wages in the county and the average wages go through the mortgage system and we can find out what type of home that that average wage can afford. And then you look at the average price and that gap is called the affordability gap. And when you get more than a 30% gap, which we have right now, you can't, it's not sustainable. You can't have average wages carry these higher prices. So we have a bubble in real estate. We have a bubble in bonds or debt. Number three, we have a bubble in the stock market. Right now, the valuations based on price to earnings, price to book, price to GDP, there's several different ways to value the stock market. The valuations are higher than at any time in our stock market's history, with one exception. That was 1999 before the NASDAQ lost 70% and the S&P lost 50%. The fourth bubble is just the across-the-board speculation. You have cryptocurrencies. You have people in the options market saying, this is easy. What's so hard about this? They, they have leveraged investments. Uh, where that do very well when the markets go up, but when they go down, that leverage goes against you. So we have all four bubbles. And when we come back, we can talk about the pin. There's one pin that bursts all these bubbles. All right, that's where we're headed next. Of course, if you have questions about any of this, you'd like to learn more about how your specific situation heading into retirement, are you ready to go? 
You might be mentally. Are you financially? We're certainly talking about all of that and more right here on Safer Retirement Radio. The number, if you'd like to chat with the team at Decker Retirement, 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. So what is the pin that might burst our bubble? We're back right after this. If you're unsure of what your future in retirement looks like, give Brian a call at 833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Uh, here's the deal. Brian loves educating retirees on their investment options that make sense for them and then offering an alternative to the buy and hold recommendations from bankers and brokers. Kind of what we're talking about today. Brian has created several investment models and has honed his risk management skills with a focus on investment models designed to make money in up or down markets. Don't you like the sound of that? Market's up. Hey, I'm doing well. Markets are down. I'm still doing okay. That's great. If you'd like to learn more, 833-707-3030 is the number. There's no cost to chat with the team at Decker Retirement, 833-707-3030. You were talking about the bubbles that are going on right now. I think you gave us four of those bubbles, and you said there is one pin, though, that could pop these bubbles. What are you talking yeah, about? It's the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States. They have a choice right now. They painted themselves into a corner. They can lower rates and keep them low uh, to prop up the stock market. They can do that, or they can raise them to control inflation. They can't do both. They have to decide one or the other. So it'll be interesting to see um, if they want to keep the markets up. They've got to continue to do uh, the purchases of the mortgage-backed securities called quantitative easing, which is printing money, uh, or they can raise rates and be proactive. Gosh, it's been so long since we've raised rates. Um, and I think Jerome Powell said, the Fed chairman said, hey, we're going to keep interest rates low probably through 2022, if not 2023. But what they are trying to do is raise inflation a little bit. Now, right. we know for you that work in the retirement world, we know that inflation hits medical costs, long-term care, 5 6%. I mean, it's crazy there. But they're talking about just overall inflation around 2%. Yep. So gas and food have gone up recently for years. Medical and education, tuition, uh, those are nowhere near the 2% CPI number that's laughable um, compared to what's out there. So it's interesting. It has all become political. So the Fed... I'll just I'll just make this one sentence and then we'll move on. But there was an observation made by one party that for every thousand Dow points, that's five or six seats in the house for the other party. But Mark, can we go back? I want to cover one. <laughs> I want to cover one. We more. can always go political. I mean, it'd be really fun and exciting. You get some irate calls. You get people that agree with you because it's either one side or the other. It seems it's not like we're all together in this, which I think we are. Well, I didn't name a party though, so That's what I I'm think I'm I'm still That's dancing right. on the you're, the you're razor's on the edge. Yeah, you're all right. You're all right. Yeah. Okay. I want to mention one other strategy that's common that we see with retirees, and that's covered call options. Explain what this, that is. I don't really know what that is. This is where you buy the stock, call it uh, XYZ, and then you let. Here we are, almost mid mid May, and you sell the August. Let's say that XYZ stock is thirty dollars. So you buy the stock at 30, you sell the August 35 calls for a dollar. I'm making this up because you used to get that, but now you can't anymore. That's one of the problems that we'll talk about. But so now if the stock goes to 35 and you deliver it, you make $5 plus you keep that dollar, you make 
20% between now and August. Is that acceptable? That sounds all right to me. Yep. And if the stock goes down, you have a dollar that you can put in your pocket after August and do it again. There's two major problems with this. Number one, in a bull market, you're giving away your upside when the markets go up. So, uh, and well, actually there's three problems. Number one, you're giving away the stocks that are going up. You're keeping the, the, the dogs that aren't going up. That's not a good winning strategy for your portfolio. Problem number two is called theta. Theta is a fancy term for how much money you're getting now that interest rates are so low. It's not a dollar. It is pennies that you're getting for putting your money at risk. You're, you're not creating a synthetic dividend for yourself anymore. You're lucky to, to get uh, much from that investment. So you're, you're, you're not even getting much. And number three, there's no downside protection. When the markets go down and XYZ goes down with it, you're in retirement and you're drawing from this portfolio. Um, I remember back in the mid 80s when this was explained to me, I raised my hand in the back and said, so let me repeat this and say if I've got it. So you give away all the upside, you retain the downside and you get uh, a small dividend that you create for yourself. Is that right? They said yes. So covered call options in the last 21 years has outperformed the S&P one time and that was 2018. It, the average covered call portfolio beat the S&P one time out of the last 21 years. I would chalk that up as not a good in, investment strategy to use in retirement. It doesn't protect you on the downside. The returns don't keep up with the S&P on the upside. That's what we look for. That's the two-pronged test of, of what to do in retirement. Does it track with the S&P when the markets go up? Does it protect principal when the markets go down? That's what we look for in our risk strategies. And that's why we use the computer trend following models that we've discussed. Yeah. And of course, the math-based operation that Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning use for you when it comes to your situation. You know, you think about your favorite team. Would you like to be the follower of the 1 in 20 team or the 20 in 1 team? I think I'm going with the 20 and 1 team. If you have questions, uh, because this can get a little complicated, I think it's probably really easy for you to sit down with Brian and the team and have him use his little white whiteboard and explain all of this to you. And you can ask questions, which obviously on the radio, you're stuck because I'm the only one here to answer, ask questions. And I don't understand your portfolio like you do. But Brian and the team are here to help. 833-707-3030 is the number. There's no cost. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. Team's here to help. Just don't know if they can until they hear your situation. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. So I know you wanted to get into two-sided models, and we're talking about risk bucket options. So you're going to have to explain that to me as well. Two-sided models, what are you talking about? A two-sided model is a computer rules-based model that we use for clients for one reason. And it's because it's producing the best results for the last 20-plus years for the risk portion of, their, of the client's portfolio. In retirement, we want to track with the S&P when the markets go up. Of course we do. These are showing historicals. And by the way, Mark, if anyone calls in, we can send them the fact sheets of our managers. We would just send them out to them so that they can see the performance year by year against the benchmark S&P 500. And I'll give you one example. So since 2005, you put $1,000 in the S&P 500. It's worth pretty close to 4,500 right now. You put $1,000 with one of our managers and it's worth over 15 
$1,000. So they're not just beating the S&P by a little bit. They're beating it by quite a bit on the upside. But when the markets go down, these don't just sit there and write it down. They, they can do one of three things. These are computer trend following models, and they can do one of three things. One, they can go to cash and protect you while the markets are trending down. Number two, they can buy inverse funds that are able to make money as markets go down. Out of the six managers that we have, one manager lost 11% in 2008, and the other five made, made money in 2008. So combined, they all made money in 2008. Combined in Q4 2018, when the S&P was down 20%, these Combined managers made money. Last year, when the markets lost 32% in five weeks in February and March of last year, we were up 8% last year. So these are very, very importantly, you're able to track with the S&P when markets go up, protect principal when the markets go down. If this has been available for 20 years, why aren't you using it? This has been available for 20 plus years. Why aren't you using it? So being a math-based uh, firm and being fiduciaries, meaning that we take a very, very powerful interest in doing what's right for our clients. I couldn't, I don't know about you, Mark. I, well, I do. I know you could never do this either. If you knew of a better strategy out there, you, of course you would use it with your clients. I can't imagine not using it. So that's why we use computer trend following models because they are factually and mathematically producing the highest returns with the least risk. So I thought you said there were three. Computer trend models. You go to oh, cash, yeah. go third, to inverse way, funds. Yep. The, the third way to protect principal when the markets go down is called relative strength. Relative strength means that some sectors are going up even when the markets are going down. So in 2000, 01 and 02, when the markets got creamed, real estate was going up, biotech was going up, healthcare was going up, pharmaceuticals were going up, gold and silver were going up, and all the energy components were going up all three years, 2000, 01 and 02. So a relative strength model seeks out what sectors are going higher and rules-based moves funds over to those sectors. Same things apply in Q4 2018 when the market took a 20% hit. There were sectors that were going higher. In last year, in that very sharp, quick 32% sell-off in five weeks, there were sectors going up. Uh, gold, silver, and bonds were going up. Those are usually the go-to safe boats that uh, go up when there's a, a market panic. So the, those are the three ways that capital is protected in computer trend following models. Go to cash, buy inverse funds, allowing you to make money when markets go down, or switch over to other sectors that are actually going higher when the markets are going lower. So again, every week on this program, Brian covers a lot of ground and he gets into the weeds every now and again. And if you kind of get lost, you're like, wow, I need to, I'd like to learn more about that. Well, it's easy. That's why we give you the phone number all the time. There's there's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no pressure when you chat with the team at Decker Retirement. They're here to help. 833-707-3030 is the number. 833-707-3030. would certainly encourage you to call. There's no cost. There's no risk to you. Maybe it's an hour of your time. Maybe it's a 15-minute phone call. But it's time that you're giving up. But hopefully it's worth the time because you're going to find out more about your specific situation. Again, the number 833-707-3030. And you want to find out more about Brian and the team, go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. 
DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Time gets away from us every week. We've only got one segment left, and that's coming up right after this. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Are you afraid you'll run out of money in retirement? Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything, and the same can be true for your Social Security benefits. Take them too soon, and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late, and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Brian J. Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call Brian at 833-707-3030 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning today, 833-707-3030 firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Kelly. You can always find out more about Brian and the team on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Questions, concerns, 833-707-3030, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. The team's here to help. Just don't know if they can help till they hear your situation. 833-707-3030. So our final segment, here's the deal. Brian loves to play tennis, loves to ski, scuba dive, golf but he really loves to play pickleball. Is that really true? Oh, my gosh. It's so addicting. Any retirees out there who have played pickleball know that uh, it you just play it once, and it's so much fun, so fast. I've got a friend of mine that was a really good tennis player. He was playing national events, even in you know over the age of 50, and he's now a huge pickleball guy. Is there a correlation yep. between pickleball and tennis? Are they similar? Yeah, ping pong, racquetball, tennis, those, those hand-eye coordinations uh, – talents transfer easily over to pickleball it is really fun i play every morning 5 a.m to 8 a.m monday through friday i am hooked wow no wonder you're such a physical specimen does that (laughs) that, does that lead you to you know really enjoying thai food is that really your favorite food thai food not mexican not a steak it's thai food oh no it's thai food how about you i i love thai food indian food i love mexican food but thai food is number one for sure i don't think i've really ever eaten thai food but Okay. So there you go. A little background on Brian J. Decker. Uh, There you go. If you want to learn more about pickleball, he's here to help. 833-707-3030. Let's talk about the way, you know, we've been talking about risk in our portfolio and kind of some of the ways, you know, the old Warren Buffett way of buy and hold really works well during your accumulation phase, but not so much during your distribution phase of retirement, your working years versus your retirement years. There's really different strategies involved in that. And then the dividend stock play, well, hey, I'm going to get dividends all the time. Well, those aren't really guaranteed either. And if you're getting a super high dividend, that's probably even higher risk than you certainly realize. So think about those kind of things. What we're going to talk about now in our final segment, though, is how should we go about funding a plan? I think really the way we fund a plan, Brian, is just our 401k at work and we're good to go. Yep, that's it. Just uh, put it all in the 401 as much as you can. Actually, there's more to it. So let's let's uh, dive in. 
in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, yes, you should max your 401k and see, this is critical, see how much you can put in, if it's offered, how much you can put into a Roth IRA if that option's offered. Because a Roth IRA is three things. It, number one, grows tax-free. The Roth IRA and, or the Roth 401k? Uh, both. Any okay. Roth account grows tax-free. It distributes income back to you when you pull it out tax-free, and it passes to your beneficiaries tax-free. In contrast, your 401k grows tax-deferred, meaning the IRS wants you to fatten that pig as big as possible because once you turn 72, they get a piece of it. It's called required minimum distributions, and it is the least tax-savvy strategy out there. And let me say that differently. The government and the IRS loves IRAs more than any other account because it's just a matter of time. They get uh, required minimum distributions while you're still alive. And if you pr uh, predecease age 72 and you don't take any required minimum distributions, then it passes to your beneficiaries. If it's a spouse, then, uh, then she pays or he pays required minimum distributions. And then when that uh, surviving spouse passes, those assets are taxable at the parent's rate to the children. The IRS loves it. Get that IRA as big as possible because they get to tax not the smaller amount. They get to tax the bigger amount. Now, in contrast, a Roth account, uh, let me give you an example. I'll use numbers. So, Mark, you give us $100,000 of your money and we make it a million dollars by retirement and it's you're happy with us, right? We've 10x. I am. Happy. Yeah. So no question. We started with a hundred grand and now I've got a million. Right. So that's, there's good, better, best. That's good. Uh, you got 10x, but now on the tax side, you're paying tax on a million dollars when you could have paid tax on a hundred thousand. So here's what's better and best. Best is to give us a hundred thousand dollar Roth account. We grow that to a million now you're very happy, right? No tax. I've already paid it. I paid it up front. Right. That's the idea that we're looking for. When you're in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, contribute as much as you can to your retirement accounts and your IRA, but make sure that Roth, R-O-T-H, that Roth account, if there's an option to invest each year in your 401k and individual con contributions, you should be taking advantage of that. Now let's switch to your retirement years. You retire at 65, uh, your 401k is transferred into an IRA. Typically we see clients with, um, I'll, I'll just use round numbers, a million dollars, 750,000 of that or 75% of it is in retirement accounts, IRA. And 250000 of that is non-qualified. Qualified means it's a retirement account. Non-qualified means it's not a retirement account. Let me say it another way. You take $1,000 out of your non-qualified individual or joint account or trust account, it's not taxable. That's a non-taxable event. You take $1,000 out of an IRA and it's taxable in the year that you draw it out. Um, $1,000 coming out of a Roth account is also not taxable. So in funding your retirement plan and putting it all together, every retirement plan has three parts, cash, safe money, and risk. 
So emergency cash and in cash accounts, we want to make sure that those funds are there for emergency, uh, whatever, usually people want either between $25,000 and $80,000, depending on the size of their account, what they're used to. That's set aside in cash uh, and that's invested so that it's safe and it's liquid. It's not going to get a high return. Now, for laddered principal guaranteed accounts, which is what we draw from in the distribution strategies so that when markets tank and they go down, our clients don't lose any money in their cash savings accounts, they're FDIC insured. They don't lose any money in their laddered principal guaranteed accounts because they're guaranteed against loss. And on the risk account, we just covered that segment in the last 21 years, these six managers combined have not lost money. So we fully expect in the next 40 plus percent drop, our clients at Decker Retirement will actually make money, not lose money when the markets go down. But back to how to properly fund your plan. When you take money that's, um, that is going into usually it's about 25% of that million dollars will go into a 20 year risk account and will grow and, and replace the money that you started with. So if you start a million, we peel off 25%, that's going to grow and replace the money that you started with. That's so awesome. I just love saying that. So that's, that's how it's designed to work. Um, in that account, we want Roth money to be the priority. So let's say of that 250,000, that uh, 100,000 of that is Roth. So that's fine. We put 100,000 in there. And each year, we want to convert the remaining money to Roth. So over five to seven years, each year, we'll look at their uh, gross income. So uh, we total up their Social Security. We total up any um, money that they're getting from rental real estate and from their portfolio that's taxable. We total it up and see where their tax bracket is. So if they're in the 24% bracket, they have up to, and I'm just going off memory, I think it's around 360000 before they go to the next bracket, which we don't want uh, clients in uh, the 32% bracket. We want to keep you in your tax bracket. So we see how much money we can convert each year from an IRA to a Roth. And then uh, we do that. We, we take out your standard deduction. We see what your, um, your net is and we see how much room each year. So in the first five to seven years, we're pulling money out of your portfolio, your retirement nest egg, but we're pulling it from accounts that are non-qualified. These are accounts where uh, they're non-retirement accounts. That means that you're not taxed on those funds and that creates a window to for us to create uh, the Roth conversions and maintain your tax bracket where it is. So obviously, so, if you were, say, 10 years out from retirement, let's say you're 55 and your goal is to retire at 65, this is not a bad time to start looking at maybe converting some of those IRA and 401k dollars, but you've got to do it wisely. So if you'd like to learn more about this Roth world, and you know, I like the idea that we're kind of in a low tax environment, might be the lowest tax environment we'll ever see going forward that maybe now is the time to pull some money out of those qualified accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all those tax-deferred accounts, and maybe pay the taxes now and start converting it into the Roth world. You have to do this the right way, though, and it's about your situation. It's not everybody should do this, but you've got to do it in the right way if you go this route, and that's why you need to talk to somebody that understands this world. 
Brian and the team at Decker Retirement, they do, certainly. 833-707-3030 is the number, 833-707-3030. Because the idea is, Brian, you don't want to bounce somebody into a different tax bracket and pay more. That's why you do it over that five to seven year period, right? Because you're trying to control the taxes each and every year to a degree to what you can. Correct. Exactly right, Mark. So we want to make sure that we maintain your tax bracket. We want to convert as much money we can from the IRA to the Roth without raising your bracket. And the Roth account would be totally wasted if we put it into emergency cash or into the lower earning principal guaranteed accounts for two reasons. One, that account's growing tax-free. Why would you put it in an account that's growing at five or 6% instead of an account that's growing at four times that. So we wanna make sure it's in the highest growing account and the longest term account. So those risk accounts are 20 year accounts. We don't touch them for 20 years. That gives the, the five year rule to work itself through. The five year rule on a Roth account is once you convert IRA money to a Roth, let's say you did $30,000 or $80,000 this year, you can't pull that money out for five years. That 80,000 or that 30,000 has to stay and maintain itself in a Roth account for five years before you can pull it out. That's a rule, it's an IRS rule. So be sure that in constructing your final retirement plan, using the distribution strategy, we focus on tax minimization strategies and the IRS has plugged all the loopholes. The biggest remaining tax strategy for most all of our clients is the Roth account that grows tax-free, distributes income back to you tax-free and passes to your beneficiaries tax-free. For most all of our clients, this is the last remaining six-figure tax-saving strategy out there. I like that. I like that. The Roth world is an interesting world, but you have to do it the right way. And Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help you do that. 833-707-3030. I also want to offer you this opportunity to get the free toolkit from Decker Retirement. It's the Decker Approach Book, Three Principles Book, Checklist Challenge, and a Sample Income Plan. If you would like this toolkit from Decker Retirement, all you have to do is call them. I gave you the number. It's 833-707-3030. Or you can just go to the website and say, hey, find it on the website and go, I would love to get that toolkit. There's no cost for this. They're going to send it to you absolutely free of charge. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. The toolkit has the Decker book, the author. Brian is the author of the Decker approach. You get that. You get three principles books. You get a checklist challenge, right? What are some of the checklists you should go through getting ready for retirement? They've got it. Checklist challenge. And then a sample income plan. Kind of give you an idea of how income planning works when it comes to retirement. Again, the website is DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. The number, if you would like to take advantage of the free toolkit, or you just want to sit down and chat with the team about your specific situation, you can certainly do so. 833-707-3030. Again, no cost for this, no obligation. There's no judgment either. 833-707-3030. Appreciate you being with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Brian, enjoyed it. Have a great week, uh, and we'll do it again next week. 
Decker Retirement Planning offers insurance services. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. That accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.